Hello, this is JC, the You Made New podcast. We are up to episode seven, I think. Oh, maybe it's eight. I checked and now I can't remember. I'm I'm excited about this one. I've had a lot of thoughts, a lot of scriptures coming this week. And and the weird thing is, um, our topic today probably should have been done at the beginning of this season. Because now I'm seeing it as the big picture of what this season is about, the health of the mind, a sound mind, how to have that, that transformation. And, and I'm seeing that the need to spell out exactly what this looks like. I I don't mind that we started where we did and did for um, episodes on fear and on some of those things, because we're going to tie that back in and use it as an example today. At least I hope I remember to, (laughs) but what I want to do is kind of paint the picture Because that's what's been going around and around in my head. What is it we're even talking about? What does it look like? What are we shooting for? To maybe open up a view of the summit of this climb so that we can see where it is we're coming from or we're heading to. And then maybe in the next few episodes, we'll start to break those things down one by one. But the main question I've been asking myself is we talk about having a sound mind, a mind that's delivered that's transformed, that's saved, that's renewed. What does that look like? The, it, in a big picture way, what does that look like? We go back to Romans 12, 2 that we've used before, where, where Paul says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing, the made new-ness of your mind. Or Ephesians 4, 23, that says the same thing. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So as we talk about this transformation, we did talk about what that can look like in terms of our fear, how we are transformed and and made new so that we can live in a place of faith. We can stand in the eye of the storm rather than being thrown around by it. We're starting to get a feel for what this looks like. But I wanted an overarching umbrella today, um, kind of to be able to get the full big um, perspective of what the scriptures outline as this, um, well, what Paul calls the mind of Christ. That's why I titled that this episode, that what does the mind of Christ look like? We've had a snippet from the first four episodes, but now let's, let's just dive in. Um, I think the biggest perspective we need to start with is if we go back to our key verse that we used back in the very first introduction, second Timothy one, seven, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. That sets the stage for us because it's an explanation of not only moving out of dysfunctional patterns of thinking and believing, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, moving away from some of those things, but being transformed in such a way that now we're filled with something as well. It's not just an absence of the bad. It's a filling of the good. Or dysfunctional, I don't want to call it bad and good. I mean, just the less healthy patterns and moving into a place like this verse outlines of power, love, sound mind. Those are just examples of what it looks like to truly have the mind of Christ. We are in a new, healthy, amazing, vibrant, peaceful, radiant place in our minds. So the transformation we are tackling in this season is the moving from dysfunction to full function in Christ. Now, this is the other thing I want to, I want to really hit home this whole time together today. It's not just that we're healthy. 
It's much more than that. It's just not much. It's not just living in a place where I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I'm not stuck in the storm anymore. I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. I'm, it is so, so much bigger than that. And I'm going to use a ton of scriptures. I'm going to just throw a lot at you. So if you're one that likes to write them down and follow along and look them up yourself, get a pen, get your phone out, whatever you need. Um, we're going to, we're going to go to a lot of different verses. It's much more than just, I'm good. It's the mind of Christ is absolutely unbelievable when you look at in look at it in the big picture setting. So that's why I wanted to do this today. Um, let's look at a couple more examples of, of this shift. First Corinthians two 14, it says the natural man receiveth not the, th- the things of the spirit of God, their foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. But Paul says, and here comes our, our key. We have the mind of Christ. We're not like that anymore as we transition and as we transform and renew our minds The things of God aren't foolishness. Suddenly they're consuming us. God's way of living in our mind is foolishness to the world. But the way we're going to outline it today, this is the mind of Christ. This is what happens when we move to this new place. Um, Romans eight verse six paints it beautifully too. When it, when Paul talks about to be carnally minded, the old patterns of the mind to be carnally minded is death. It's empty. It's, it's um, lifeless. It has done nothing for us other than spiral us into a really dark place. So to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded, to have this new mind in Christ, to be transformed and renewed. I know I'm repeating myself, but I want to drive at home. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. It should feel like black and white. It should feel like a before and an after. I used to be this way. Now I'm this way. It isn't just a nice little you know, yeah, I'm doing better. It is a radical, um, life transforming change to where we look back in the old days and we say, Oh my gosh, I used to be such a hot mess. And Oh, can I even begin to tell you how different I am now? It is black and white, light and dark, that dramatic of a different difference, or at least it should be. No, we don't get there overnight. But if we don't see the bigness of what we are um, pushing for in this season, a saved mind, a sound mind, we don't see the um, amazing, mind-blowing opportunity of what a sound mind actually looks like, we're going to be content in the shallow water. We're never going to push deep enough to really experience it in its fullness. So that's what we're doing. I'm going to, again, keep throwing more at you so that this picture gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So it creates a hunger in us to say, you mean that's possible? It's possible to live like that? That's what he meant when he was talking about the mind of Christ. I want that. I have to have that. Do you see? That's what we're trying to do. That's what our goal is. So to outline, what does it look like to have the mind of Christ? What does it look like to be renewed and transformed? What does it look like when we live in this new place? I want to define it simply as this. It's when we reach the place where we're filled with a supernatural ability to live and think and believe on a much higher level. A supernatural, I say the word supernatural because I mean, this isn't just us getting healthier out of our own um, strengths or our own wisdom. This is supernatural. It's bestowed through the Lord, his God-given ability to transfer our minds so that we live and think and believe in a whole new way. 
It's not like, it won't be like those of the world. We will not think and process any more like those of the world. And we won't think or process like we used to think and process. It's a higher level. Now, what does that look like? Let, I'm going to give you several bullet points because to me, this is, it gave me a concrete thing to focus on. I'm, I'm guessing what we'll do and in further episodes is to take a bullet point at a time. Don't you love how I'm making this up as I go? <laughs> no, I'm really just trying to be spirit led. Just let the Lord unfold it. And it, it kind of is doing that. It's opening up as I continue to ponder on for further episodes. I think we'll go bullet point by bullet point. But a good way to start looking at these bullet points is returning to Galatians 5.22, which we have used before. But it's Paul's list on the fruit of the spirit. When you're filled with the spirit, you should have, and he gives the bullet points, joy, love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness. But again, we kind of go to sleep sometimes when we hear a list like that. We're like, yeah, yeah, okay, no, I should feel joyful and I should love people and I, I should be more peaceful and gentle. And, you know, we're just, we're kind of unimpressed sometimes when we read a list like that. And that's why I wanted to break it down. Let's, let's look for instance, just at the simple concept of joy. Um... As we move from the old us, where we tasted joy occasionally, we had spurts of it, but then huge things would happen that would steal our joy, um, trials, adversity, um, hormones, whatever. We, we, we could grasp it every once in a while, but we didn't live in joy continually every moment of the day. But as we transform to our minds to a place where we begin to see the world through his eyes, we begin to have his mind. It's not just joy throughout whatever our circumstances are. It's joy. Christ offers us joy in the greatest difficulty, in the worst um, kinds of adversity. It won't evaporate while it used to, like it used to because now it's anchored in him. Um, let me give you a couple quotes to show you what I'm talking about. I, I have a favorite author named Colleen Harrison who wrote a book called he did deliver me from bondage bondage. And she really does outline this exact transformation, but she was talking later in the book about some of the outcomes of being transformed and renewed in our minds through Christ, having that mighty change of heart, having that, um, complete life altering rebirth through him. And she talked about something that happened to her. As she moved into this new world, the Lord didn't spare her of trials and she had an incredibly, um, heart stopping one. This is how she phrases it. She says through the sudden and potentially devastating experience of opening my door to a highway patrolman bearing the news of my oldest daughter's violent automobile accident, which left her body so mangled. She had to be identified by birthmarks. Through the closed casket funeral at which he gave me strength to speak. She says, I was suspended in a state of joy, not shock, like most people thought. She had opened the door to a policeman telling her her daughter had just been killed so violently they had to identify her through birthmarks. Now the old us, any of us, in our, our just human capacity on our own, um, not with the help of Christ, this, this would be absolutely the most devastating experience a parent could have. So how can she say I was through, through that moment with the police officer, all the way through the closed casket funeral, all the way through my ability to speak, 
for which the Lord strengthened me. She says, I was suspended in a state of joy, not shock like most people thought. That's what I'm talking about. Not just this run of the mill vanilla list from the fruit of the spirit. When we are filled with the spirit, we'll have joy and love and peace. And no, we're talking joy when that's the absolute last thing we should feel. Um, spiritual leader, Russell M. Nelson says it this way, this kind of joy. He says, the joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. When the focus of our lives is on Jesus Christ and his gospel, we can feel joy regardless of what is happening or not happening in our lives. Joy comes from and because of him. He is the source of all joy. We are talking about this season, moving from the natural human capacity to feel good sometimes, bad sometimes, to be have all our emotions and our thoughts and our mind based on our circumstances. If things are good, we're good. If things are bad, we're really bad. That's the human experience. That's the basic mortal experience that we all live in. And we kind of haven't been able to grow past it. What I'm talking about is receiving the mind of Christ to such a level that our circumstances can implode and we will not. Our joy will not. Because now it's anchored in Christ. It's not anchored in a raise or good weather or a fun vacation or a promotion at work. It's anchored in him. And so it's, we're founded on the rock. That joy is there to stay. Do you see how big this is of a transformation? To be able to move to this place where our joy won't budge no matter what we go through. Let me give you another example. Um, love was on Paul's list as one of the fruit of the spirit. And so I've been thinking about, again, we say, yes, I'll be filled with love and, and it'll be good. And I'll, I'll just love others. And, but Christ gives the most dramatic example of all. He says, no, when you're filled with the mind of Christ, when you're filled with me and transformed through my power, you're not just going to love those who love you. What does he say? Luke six, 32. Verse 32, for you love, if you love those who love you, what think of you? I mean, sinners do that. He says, if you're good to those who are good to you, what, what credit for sinners do that too? But he says, love your enemies. You love your enemies and you're going to be shown yourself as a one of the children of the highest. That's transformation. Not just loving who, those who love you. That's the basic human experience. We all, we all can do that. Moving to this place of transformation where we receive the mind of Christ we're going to be able to love our enemies as he did in a healthy sort of way, not a codependent way, but we're going to be able to offer that grace to those that have done us wrong. We're going to be able to forgive. We're going to be so filled with this newness of life that comes through Christ. Our love will look different. Our joy will look different. Our peace will look different, right? That's another one on the list. We've, we've gone over that the last four episodes. Rather than fear and anxiety, we're going to live in the eye of the storm in peace. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. This is something new. It's not just a happy little kind of peace that, that stays if our circumstances are good, but if our circumstances fall apart, we fall apart. Do you see how all of these things rise above what's going on in our lives? 
through Christ, as we have the mind of Christ, as we are transformed through Christ, we move to a place where our joy is rock solid, where our love is so huge. We can even love our enemies, where our peace is so consuming that our lives again can be drugged through the mud and we're still okay. This, I mean, come on, this is pretty good stuff. This is straight out of scripture. Um, another one on peace. And we've already used this. I think, um, Philippians four, seven, the peace of God. Again, it's his peace, peace of God. It's not human peace that we muster up by just calming ourselves down. This is something that's bestowed through this transformation, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. In other words, it's mind blowing. You're not even going to be able to comprehend the peace that's going to swallow you up as you come to Christ. And it's going to keep your hearts and minds through him. This is a bigger life than we, I think most of us even realized it was possible to live. Let me, let me give some more bullet points and I don't have scriptures for all of these. I'm sure we'll eventually go into them as we continue this season, but patience to endure, not just be, not be afraid, but to have that strength and ability to endure. Um, also strengthen our weakness. All of these are bestowed as we come to Christ and be transformed through him to where we see the needs in our life met when we're in lack and we, we don't have the resources we need. He comes, he works miracles in our lives. I mean, we are living on a higher plane where it's not just about what's on paper anymore. It's about him working miracles. It's about David being able to just run up to Goliath, not even batting an eye over the size of him the intimidating nature of the circumstances, but just be so filled through Christ that he was absolutely able to fell the biggest giant ever brought before the Israelites. Like this is the kind of life we're, we're shooting for in this season. How about, and this to me is one of the biggest ones. So we definitely have to do at least one episode, maybe two on this is actual power in our lives over sin to be able to move to a place where we're not anymore going through sin, repent, sin, repent, the same cycle. We'd still do it again. And then we do fine for a while. Then we do it again. And then we do it fine. And then we do it again. I mean, how many of us, that's our experience. We really do not have the power of sin. We may be able to muster up some willpower for a while, but we ought, there we go down again. We yell at our kids again. We promised ourselves we weren't going to spend money. We we're going to run up our visa card. And there we go again. All, whatever your favorite sin is, I've got several, but to actually experience power over that so that the cycles broken in our lives where that thing really does become healed and it doesn't keep getting us over and over and over where we're now finally a different kind of parent and we stay different. This is, this is a gift that he's offering us. Can you see how the mind of Christ is not just thinking like he thinks it's, it's, it's moving up to a higher level where he imputes into us all of his characteristics and his attributes. And we are able to live through him through the worst, scariest, hardest circumstances. And there we are filled with joy and peace and love exploding in us because we have, we have united with him and we're abiding in him. We're letting him fill us with these things and our mind is transformed. We're different. And then what should happen is that we walk out into the world and interact with others. And they look at us and they say, how, how are you doing this? Why are you different? 
I mean, are we living in a way now that any neighbor would ask us why we're different? Are we going through the same stuff they are? We're not any more transformed in Christ than the unbeliever next door. Are we living in a way that others will ask us? How are you able to live this way? And we can tell them it's because we are filled through him. We are transformed through him. We have been renewed, made new. That's the whole name of this podcast. Made new. New really does mean new. It's not just good for a while and crash and good for a while and crash. This is a brand new person in him. Where our joy stays, our love surpasses the human bounds where we can offer it to those we never would have offered it before, where our peace extends to others, our comfort, miracles are happening in our daily lives, where the power of sin is broken. I don't know. I I have this feeling that my words will never capture it, but oh, I, I hope I have been able to a little bit. That's where we're going in this season. I don't know how many episodes it'll be. I don't know how far it'll reach, but that's what I want to unpack one thing after another of what it looks like to move into a new place in Christ. I just more than anything, hope that it it ignites a fire in you as it has in me. The more I've learned about this, granted, it is a lifetime journey. It is not an overnight thing, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning more and more and more how to live there instead of my old patterns. And it's addicting. (laughs) It's addicting. (sighs) I'm gushing and I could go on another 20 minutes. I hope that gives you something to think about this week as we are again, if you're listening to this, um, in 2020, it's spring of 2020 life is turning upside down. There was just another earthquake in Idaho near, near where I live yesterday. The world's in commotion. We need Christ. This is going to swallow us whole. Um, the commotion of the world, unless we are so anchored in him, not just for comfort and strength, but for transformation. Let's, um, let's continue. Join me in the next episode and we'll keep unfolding this journey and learn how to truly become transformed and changed through him. Thanks.